Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here, and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. In this week's episode of the podcast, I'd like to talk a little bit about last week's announcement by the government around stamp duty cuts and other changes due to COVID-19. Now, I'm going to give my thoughts on this, and also I'm going to be sharing with you the thoughts of the co-founder of Progressive Property, Mark Homer, in a couple of moments. So stamp duty, first of all. So Rishi Sunak announced that stamp duty will be dropped completely for house price purchases under £500,000. That's for everybody, homeowners and investors, apart from the additional 3% stamp duty. So if you're a homeowner, you pay no stamp duty under a 500 grand purchase. If you're a buy-to-let second home purchaser or a second home purchaser, then you don't pay the initial stamp duty, but you do pay the additional 3%. However, this is still a massive, massive savings. Now, many people have said, and I've seen it in communities and property groups, that there's no real benefit for investors. But actually, we have to look at it and see where this benefit may be. Now, one big benefit is that also announced recently was that they were reducing planning requirements around commercial, making it easier for you to turn commercial buildings into residential. A big, big opportunity right now could be to take a building convert it from commercial to residential and do that quick turnaround, small projects between now and the end of March. If you can deliver this before the end of March, which is when the stamp duty threshold that reduction comes to an end and it reverts back to the, to the previous pre-COVID stamp duty um, costings, then if you could get your commercial building purchased, refurbished and sold to the open market to homeowners before the end of March 2021, then so long as you keep the sale prices below 500 grand, the incentive of the buyer is that they can purchase from you with no stamp duty to be paid. So you get the reduced stamp duty, just the 3% under 500 grand, convert it to a property uh, to convert a commercial property into residential apartments, sell them back into the marketplace before the end of March and your buyer will not pay stamp duty. What that means is you can sell them for a premium and you also will have people looking to buy before that stamp duty threshold or stamp duty reduction period comes to an end. So big, big opportunity there for the contrarian investor, the person who's spotting the opportunity. Also, there's the VAT reduction. So they announced that VAT would be reduced to 5%. If you're running serviced accommodation businesses, now the VAT 5% reduction is for certain types of business, but one of them is the services business, which is unserviced accommodation falls under the services business. So if you're looking to get people back into your serviced accommodation units, many people were struggling with serviced accommodation at the beginning of the lockdown. They, they were worried that their businesses wouldn't survive through that period. Had they applied for business rates, which is something we teach you to do at Progressive Property, 
then they would have qualified for a £10,000 small business rates relief grant. Many people qualified for this per property because it's, each property is an individual business if you have structured your, your business in the right way. Now, if you haven't already applied for those grants, and it is a grant, not a loan, if you haven't applied for those grants and you run a serviced accommodation business, then you need to look into it as soon as possible. But the opportunity of those grants allowed you to sustain your business during the lockdown. Now the reduction in VAT to 5% is a big, big incentive to pass on to your potential guests to get them back into staying in your serviced accommodation units. So there has been some really big positives coming out of the recent budget. I'm really excited for the coming months. I think there's going to be some phenomenal, phenomenal opportunities ahead. Yes, there's going to be unemployment. Yes, people are going to lose their jobs. But this brings with it opportunity as well. Opportunity for those that are educated, opportunity for those that are looking in the right places and have the right knowledge and the right education to grab that opportunity and spot that opportunity. This is about being in early to look for what is happening in the marketplace. Be following what's happening weekly. Things are changing on a week-by-week basis. And surrounding yourself with the like-minded people, with people who understand how to read what the government are doing, how to read the announcements that are coming from the government and take that and pivot their business to benefit from those announcements. So the person who's an absolute property genius, the person who has completely changed my financial life and helped me build a large property portfolio is the co-founder of Progressive Property, Mark Homer. When I came to Progressive in 2013, I was in massive debt. And Rob Moore and Mark Homer's mentoring has allowed me to build a large-scale property business. And it's in times like these that I look to people like Mark Homer for advice on what I should be doing. So what I thought would also help in this week's episode of the podcast is if you got Mark's very own thoughts on what's happened last week on the announcements by the government. So what I'm going to do is I'll hand you over to Mark now. Hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Hello and welcome, Mark Homer here for this short, uh, pertinent budget update. Uh, The Chancellor, Rishi Sunak, has announced that stamp duty up to half a million uh, is going to be dropped for all purchasers, including buy-to-let, including um, limited company purchasers as well. Um, The higher rates of stamp duty, the 3% uh, that landlords pay and second homeowners pay, will still apply. However, if you're buying a half a million pound investment property, you will save about 15,000 now because the the normal sort of underlying stamp duty rates have now disappeared. They are zero for a period of time uh, just to get through this crisis. So I suspect this change will probably help put a a little bit of a a collar underneath the um, housing market Uh, which is going to get tougher. Um, Housing market is clearly moving forward uh, a pace at the moment. Uh, Transactions are going ahead very quickly. Uh, Sales volumes are uh, increasing. Um, However, I just can't see how this continues um, as furlough scheme winds down, as more, you know, unemployment starts to rise as we move through into the latter parts of the year. I think it's going to get tougher and tougher. I think there's going to be a lot more deals. But this stamp duty 
reduction is certainly a help and it's going to offer a good opportunity. I think if you're wanting to buy deals, if you're wanting to buy single lets, HMOs, even serviced accommodation, uh, I think there's going to be a golden opportunity to do that, reduce stamp duty, um, and I think the, the purchase prices are going to be that much better. There's still lending there. There's still um, most of the investment lenders are still interested, maybe Bar, NatWest and a couple of others. Um, but we're, we're finding you can still get money for these, these sorts of deals. Um, the Chancellor also announced that he is going to reduce VAT um, on food, um, on hospitality. So that would be hotel uh, and leisure. And specifically within that, uh, if you've got serviced accommodation or Airbnb type properties, instead of needing to charge 20% um, on the guest stay uh, or the, the, the money that they, they pay to stay, you're going to be able to reduce that to 5% VAT. Uh, which is a big boost. Um, your, you, you, you could either reduce the cost of your uh, letting or potentially um, you could just sort of add extra money on and, and make more from it if there's still demand, uh, which I think at the moment for most people uh, there is uh, because people have, there's all this pent up demand, people have been locked away uh, and they're out there booking to go to different cities, to campsites, to hotels, to serviced accommodation. Uh, where I think uh, demand has increased significantly as the lockdown has eased. Um, in addition, um, you need to be thinking about your sort of bounce back loans and the C-bills loans because that scheme will come to an end in November. So I'd want an application in probably by September. Um, so maybe you've got sort of, I don't know, a couple of months to get that in. Uh, but those schemes will end. Uh, if you're trading properties, um, you know, or you want development finance, some of the lenders have actually linked up um, with C-bills. Uh, and I know one or two lenders in particular who are com have combined C-bills with their own product to reduce the rate uh, and potentially go slightly higher loan to value, which is very, very useful. Um, so you need to sort of get out there, take advantage of those. Um, you do need to make sure that the company that you're um, taking the loan into, at least 50% of it is uh, operating a trading activity. So if you're buying and selling properties, or even if you're developing them uh, and then transferring them when they're finished into another one of your companies, that's technically trading as well, uh, but not for investment purposes where you're just holding and, and not transferring or selling them afterwards, or, or, or should I say the company should, should have at least 50% of its activities as, as trading. There are also likely in the next month or two to, to um, be new permitted development rights coming out on retail and other commercial use classes. So uh, the high street is clearly taken a big hit through coronavirus. It, 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 coronavirus has accelerated what was happening anyway. Today, John Lewis have shut eight stores. Um, I think Boots are, are shutting another sort of 40, 50. Um, and um, th there's a whole stack of restaurants being shut as well on the high street. That's only going to continue. In August, the furlough, uh, you know, reduces. So we've got a situation where employers may have left people on furlough previously or up until now because they weren't having to pay anything necessarily to keep those employees. Now they're going to have to pay something um, if their intention was never to bring those people back then a lot of employers will choose uh, now as the point to make those people redundant. 
I know the Chancellor's offering a thousand pounds if you retain them. That doesn't seem like a, a significant uh, sort of draw, or uh, it doesn't seem particularly persuasive to me. Um, so you know, the retail, the, 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 the whole sort of high street is going to have big holes in it. I'm starting to see it in Peterborough. Um, the, the sort of reaction or, or the solution to this, according to central government, is new permitted development rights, which means that you won't require planning permission for retail, potentially. We have to look at the detail when it comes. Um, you'll just go through a prior, uh, prior approval or prior notification process with the council, which is reduced. Um, in addition, they say they're going to bring in new permitted development rights, which enable you to take commercial buildings, knock them down and rebuild residential buildings on the same footprint, as long as it's not in a conservation area and subject to some other criteria, which we're, we're waiting to see. And in addition, the um, new criteria appeared um, the week before last on um, existing purpose-built uh, apartment buildings uh, above three floors built between 1948 and 2018. You're going to be able to add two floors onto those. The legislation is here. It's specific. You can see, you know, they are, the council can consider immunity um, and light uh, and overlooking and things like that. So it's not quite as good as, as, as the old office um, sort of PD, but um, it's certainly very positive and I'm looking forward to the new one. So that's the, the budget and sort of governmental policy change update from Mark Homer, over and out. So that was Mark Homer and his thoughts on what has happened in the, with the announcement last week and what opportunities lie ahead for you right now and also how you can benefit from some of the government um, loans, grants, etc. You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. Remember, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure you've subscribed. We're out every Tuesday from 7 a.m. Also, make sure you follow the Progressive Property Facebook community, where there's over 31,000 active property investors across the UK who are there to help you and support you on your property journey. You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. I've been Kevin McDonnell. You've been amazing.